Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. Ready? Angle your t- heel back, yeah, like that. Look this way. Turn your whole head, yeah. Look off. Strong jaw. Watch your posture. Brendan, first of all, happy 2022 to you and our listeners. Great. I don't know about you. I'm feeling 2022. Isn't that the joke everyone was making? That was the joke. And people were also saying Taylor was going to release something on New Year's Day or something, and that never came to fruition. Everyone's always saying Taylor is going to be releasing something. It's like a weekly thing at this point. Okay, okay. And then I have to point out that this is actually Come Through Queen's 300th episode. (laughs) Jeez, Louise. So that doesn't count. We did like a few half episodes where we only would recap Drag Race for one season. So if you look in your podcast app, it'll say like 317, I think. But it's actually Mm -hmm. 300 Bravo-centric episodes. Yeah. Wow. We've been doing this since 2016. Jeez. Yeah. We've we've outlived Trump. We're coming up on our sixth year anniversary. That's crazy. But speaking of anniversaries, two people are kind of planting the seeds for future anniversaries to come. Yeah. So two dirt bags from Bravo <laughs> history. So first of all, this is from page six. Steve Lodge definitely has moved on from Vicky Gunvalson. The failed California gubernatorial, gubernatorial candidate announced he's engaged to girlfriend Jan- Janice Carlson. 
Quote, I did ask Janice on December 20th if she would be Mrs. Steve Chavez Lodge, and she happily agreed. Lodge 63 said in a statement to people, we will be married in April 2022. Wow, wasting no time. He added, we are both very excited and incredibly happy, totally in love, and look forward to our lives together. Um, This will be Lodge's fourth marriage and Carlson's first. And she is a smooth 37. 37. And it's just like, didn't he and Vicky just break up like when they went to go film Ultimate Girls Trip? Yeah, so they have been dating since September, apparently, these two. Wild. Yeah, so also like four months. Wasn't he using Vicky for like her homes and like, wasn't she kind of like maybe potentially bankrolling his gubernatorial candidacy, allegedly? Uh, I never got like too deep into that run. And thankfully that run didn't really amount to anything. But I know that um, Michael Wolfsmith, Vicky's son had said in an Instagram com- comment during the race that he hoped that Vicky wasn't paying for it. Oh, okay. Well, I, ho- I hope so as well. <laughs> yeah. So um, congrats. You too. Love birds. <laughs> Let's go on to the next. This one. Yeah. He's not, this one's like not as bad, but Tom D'Agostino is kicking off the new year by embarking on a major new chapter. D'Agostino 55 proposed to girlfriend Danielle Rollins at their home in Palm Beach, Florida on New Year's Eve last Friday, which is also his birthday. Rollins 53 celebrated the engagement news on Instagram, sharing a photo of her massive new ring. The couple has been dating for four years. Woke up like this. The interior designer captioned the picture. (laughs) It's crazy that there's four years of time between Lou and anybody. It is wild, but like, it's also wild that they got engaged on New Year's Eve, which was the same day as his wedding to Lou. It's like all embroiled in the same thing, which is his birthday. So I guess like he got engaged to his new fiance to like maybe wash off the Lou of it all. Yeah, (laughs) it was like a cleansing. (laughs) This is is my advice to anyone. Never try to loop in any like engagement or anything to any other major date, like your birthday or like major holiday, because if something bad happens in your relationship, that holiday will always have a stink on it. Oh man. I really hope nothing happens to me. Fourth of July is going to have a <laughs> oh, well, Who cares about the fourth of July? And also, I know exactly. You- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I totally walked into that one. Wow. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you didn't walk in. Cause like, I really like fourth of July is actually one of my least favorite holidays. So I kind of like having something else to concern myself with around that time. Yeah, especially the direction this country's going. Am I right? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. Um, We have programs to get to, right? A lot of them. A lot of them. So we should do that. Um, Obviously, if you are watching and just like that, you should be tuning into our Patreon pre-show because despite uh, that we're continuing the tradition of talking about the other things that we're into – we kind of cap it off with a, a fun and just like that conversation every week. Yeah. And those pre-shows have been going pretty long. So there's a lot there. <laughs> yeah. So you're definitely getting your money's worth. <laughs> okay. But let's get to Salt Lake City. Let's get to it. 
So the reunion is filming today in Los Angeles. As we speak, I think it's pretty clear that our baby gorgeous is sitting right next to Andy. Mm-hmm. He was talking to her during a break in the reunion and you could tell she wasn't on screen, but you could tell she was right there. Yeah. Which feels very right. Also, like, it's so interesting to me that they're filming in LA mm. because I mean, back in the day, I feel like Andy would travel to each city, but it's now tends to be either New York or LA. Mm-hmm. It's just weird that all the women aren't, since they're going to be traveling and during like Omnicron and COVID, like yeah. you would think they'd just come to New York like they did last year, but I don't, I don't make the rules. Yeah. I could, I could almost imagine like Andy's going out there to film, uh, like one of his dating shows or whatever. He's not, he's not. Oh. Cause I listened to serious oh. oh. redo Andy <laughs> yeah. and he told John Hill that he was flying and coming right back. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Thank you as our serious XM correspondent, Brendan. I will say it is actually really helpful to get like the little details that people aren't necessarily reporting on. You just get mm. like the little details that only I would care about. Yeah. But yeah. it's important for me to subscribe. Okay. So if Lisa is seated next to Andy, how does the rest of it play out in your mind? Oh, geez. That's it's really question. hard with this cast. That is a good question. Is Lisa going right up against bad weather? Like, is that who's on the other side immediately? Or is it like, or is there enough fallout between Lisa and Meredith at this point that Meredith is somehow in the mix over there? Okay. So let's see. I would think maybe it's, Mary, so it's like Andy, Mary, Meredith, Heather. No, Mary, Whitney, Mer- Heather. Whitney, then Heather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then on the other side would be Lisa, Jen, Jenny. I guess, but like, it might not be like. I don't see a world where Jen Shaw isn't first chair in yeah. this season's reunion. But the problem is, is, is Mary and, and Jen need to be close and in the action. Right. Mm-hmm. And you would think Mary's going to be with Meredith. Yeah. I don't see a world. Actually, I see a world where they don't put Mary in the like first chair just because she's kind of hard to engage with. Yeah. yeah. In a lot of ways, so you don't necessarily want her in that first chair. Okay. I think we're going to get like the wildest lineup we've ever seen just because the uh, the alliances and everyone's all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it could be kind of like last year like theater in the round where it's just like a, a circle and it really doesn't matter anyone's placement other than who's mm-hmm. right next to Andy. Yeah. I don't think it's like, I don't think they're doing theater in the round anymore though, in the way that they did last year, because I saw a little bit of the set and it seemed like the couch was right next to Andy, like oh, not like six okay. feet apart. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if maybe we were returning to theater during the round since watch time is live is now returning to TVs on chairs. 
Oh my God, TVs on chairs. I hope to God there's not a TV on a fucking chair at the Salt Lake City reunion. Oh my God. I feel like we would have heard that by now. Like that would have leaked. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm I'm excited for that. That means like, it's gotta be just like a few weeks away, but there's still more to the season. I know, it's such a, a- A tropical trip, I think. Yeah, we're in bathing suits. Yeah. In, in the warm. I mean, we've seen these women in bathing suits in the cold because they're <laughs> yeah, always yeah, in a yeah. hot tub, you know? Yeah. Um, should we get to this episode? Sure. I mean, this episode was a wild trip, which is saying a lot since it's hard to get two wild trips back to back. I know, but this season really is just like outperforming itself in a, such a crazy way. I mean, we knew it was going to be wild with the Jen Shaw stuff, but like, that's not even like on my radar. Sometimes when Jen's in a scene, I forget that she's the one who was, we thought was going to be the focal point of the season. Yeah. And this episode in particular started with just like a bunch of very quick scenes that could have been drawn out into full scenes. Like Mm -hmm. Heather giving her co-owner of beauty lab and laser a car, like Mm -hmm. that like blink and you miss it. I know that harkened back to like the scene from season one where all of her employees who were pregnant got something. Mm, they yeah, were all pregnant, yeah, yeah. right? Or were they getting married? She, she threw them like a, a baby shower, a baby shower. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved Jenny walking in to Dewey's office with like huge bags of cheesecake factory. I know. And cheesecake factory acknowledged her on social. <gasps> what did they say? They were like, they were like, we see you, queen, or like something standard <laughs> like that. <laughs> but it also like her walking in with that bag. It also harkens back to in just like that because there was that meme of Miranda in that one dress where it looked like the Cheesecake mm. Factory to go bag. Everything's I mean, th- connected these days. They're Cheesecake Factory really having a moment in 2022. And you know what? I went to Cheesecake Factory last year and it was good. Mm. <laughs> glad to hear that (laughs) Uh, i like since we're talking about food establishments i am very glad to hear that sounds like most of our listeners took my side in the great subway feud from last week's episode was it a feud was i i wasn't arguing (laughs) with you on the fact that it's like smelled i just happened to had gone to subway that week or whatever yeah 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 yeah. but i just like wanted to place you on the other side of that feud (laughs) you're always trying to fight with me i'm not i'm not feuding i just like it was an easy convenient place for me to get a meal on a day that i hadn't had one Mm, yes 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 okay um uh, jen and her mom this I, I was like screaming at the TV. I was like, stop, Jen, please. Ooh. Her mom, like, what did she do? So she has, she was a teacher. She mm-hmm. has a retirement account. Yeah. She's willing to just kind of like liquidate this retirement account to pay for Jen's legal fees. Ooh. I like, I don't think I could ever let my mother do that yeah that's like you gotta you gotta scrounge it up somewhere else (laughs) i'm sorry and like i'm i get like i get where the mom's coming from because like i'm not a parent but like if i had a kid i would do that yeah 
yeah, I'd probably yeah, like yeah. try to do that for like several of my relatives, but like it's just the writings on the wall with Jen, and it's like, mom, she might have done it. I know we're flushing money down the toilet. Yeah, exactly. And you're like flushing you being able to retire and like have like some rest in your life. Yeah. Isn't that all what we want? Well, yeah, because our fucking economy is broken and we're all living to work instead of working to live. Mm. I was just on the phone with my mom actually talking about exactly this. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you would never have your mom liquidate her retirement account. No, she's like a couple years from retirement. I want her to enjoy her fucking life. Mm. Okay. Hopefully... Whitney Wild, Wild Rose can build a retirement account because as we kind of reiterate when Heather Gay comes over to help prepare, it's like, it's all on the line, baby. I, I, the way they like spent all this money on this rebranding gives me chills. Like, let's just get Alex McCord in there to get you a new logo like she did for Bethany back in the day. I gotta say... The new logo is pretty chic. It's chic for sure. For sure. But is it spend all your savings chic? And I like, she was doing a very good job. Unlike some of the other women, many other women, to be honest, who like will bring up a product on the show and then it's like Mm -hmm. not out yet or this or that. The site was live. The, The site was live. She was tweeting up a storm about all the items. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Like half of the items are sold out. So Mm -hmm. I think things are looking good. Good. And I'm like happy for her. I just like, it makes those two scenes like of people like throwing all this money away. Not that Whitney's throwing it all away. Cause I know that branding's important, obviously, but it's just like, Oh, it hurts me. And I got to give her some kudos. Uh, for throwing in some items for fans of the show who mm-hmm. might not really care about beauty. She's got a water bottle. She's got stickers. Oh, She's got uh, like a little. What did you order, Dan? What's in your cart? Nothing is in my cart yet. But she, she's got a t-shirt, even a lip balm. I mean, we, we are diversifying our portfolio here. Wow. Everyone... Give Whitney a round of applause. Please. <laughs> Please clap. I don't know. I, I just like, I, I, she seems like a, a good person. So like, I want her to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. I, so we'll see how that all plays out. I'm sure it'll come up during the reunion too. Um, Let's talk about a little one-on-one meal between Meredith and Mary. Let's talk about it. Oh. I mean, Meredith like I would think is a smart woman. She went to like a a very good law school that Mm -hmm. is hard to get into. Mm -hmm. So we're not dealing with like a complete dummy here. That being said, there's a lot of lawyers out there and like, (laughs) I mean, Rudy Giuliani is a lawyer. Yeah. True, 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 true. It's just kind of like when, when Mary's doing uh, Asian stereotype, mm-hmm. racist voice, mm-hmm. and you like barely flinch, 
while you are being filmed, no less. It's like not a great look on you. <laughs> and just like in the context, like of watching last season and watching just like how Mary was last season. It's like, why are we hitching our wagon here? Meredith? Yeah. I, the, the, this is the thing that's like the most interesting to me on the show, like more than how Mary is running the church more than like Jen's arrest. Why is Meredith best buds with Mary is my big question. I have no idea. Cause like that is what I could make sense of the least. Like obviously whatever Mary or Jen may or may not have did would be for a financial gain. Whereas mm-hmm. what is M- Meredith's motivation? Yeah. I, it's so interesting. And like, if we kind of pan backwards and think about the show in the context of like, this is a show that's supposed to be about a group of friends. Salt Lake city to me, isn't a show about a group of friends. It's about a group of women put together and it works just because they're all so bizarre that like things keep on happening in like this way that keeps on escalating. Yeah. But it's like, if I were Meredith, it's like coming out of the first season, I feel like Meredith was one of the fan faves. So I would have taken that and I would have been like, who should I like line myself up with? And I would have kept, I would have gotten closer to Lisa at that point. Right. Even if she's, even if she doesn't want to go down that road, she could have easily gotten closer with Heather Heather. Gay. Yeah. Which they, they seem relatively close, but like you could have been like fricking fracking with her. Yeah. I mean, they, they did plan the trip together, but it's like, we never saw anything that really indicated like they, were buddy buddy during yeah. that trip at all. Yeah. Especially with Heather and Whitney essentially going home on their own. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, I have no idea what Meredith is doing and it just like came to such an awful head at the party. Um, yeah. Not to jump ahead, but it's like when you see Jenny like bear her soul about like the racism she endured from Mary and you're like, what did she say? Like, oh, well, I didn't like see it that way or whatever. Like she made excuses for it in the moment. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I sp- well, okay. Do we want to jump there right now or? Not yet because I, we need to talk about the prom photos at the very least before we go there. Of course. I mean, I was happy for Lisa to have like a fun scene this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, one where she's not like being diabolical. It was fun. It was cinematic. It was like (laughs) she was playing the role of Amy Poehler from Mean Girls in a way. Yeah. It also just like was like so different than my prom experience. And I think it was so interesting in that way. How so? Well, like for my prom experience, I think like we all went to a big picture party. Did you have those? Uh, uh, like you go to someone's house for group photos. Yeah. So like our prom group all went to somebody's house for like these bigger group photos. Maybe we did photos like at my house in my senior prom before we all went as this big group and we like took photos together. Also her son seems too young to be going to prom. 
I mean, he has such a baby face that I can't believe he's even like in high school. <laughs> I know. It's almost like the vibe of the kid from Love Actually. Mm, you know, oh, the yeah, kid yeah, who runs yeah, to the airport. Yeah. Similar yeah. energy. Well, the fact that also there's such an age difference between the two brothers, mm-hmm. like ages one down and one up a little bit, probably yeah, for me. For you know? sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just, <laughs> she's just so much fun. <laughs> like, like fo- I, photo directing. I, that's like what I wish Alex or anyone would do when they're like taking my photo is like, mm-hmm. look up, look down, look this way, look this way. Cause like, I'll like, they'll take the picture and then show it to me. I'll be like, could you have like told me <laughs> to, like <laughs> I look wrong here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe you should tell them to do that. No, I do. I do. <laughs> Um, yeah, that scene was just like pure gold. And I feel like slowly Lisa Barlow is becoming the Supreme. Mm, Yeah. Which is wild because she's on the very outside of the, like of the title card. She's at the end. I know. Well, I think like this reunion performance and like this whole season, things are going to shift a little bit for next year. Sure, but I feel like she had such a good reunion performance last year. Yeah. And poor Lisa Barlow just lost Sundance, like, as we speak. Oh, true. It's going virtual. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. So, the Wild Rose launch party. Which, didn't we just have a, a launch party? I mean, that was the rebranding party, and this is the launch party? Yeah, we had the, like, the rebranding party where they... We're taking the photos. Yeah. The photo shoot. Yeah. 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 Okay. We have the return of Sarah Paulson. Angie's back. Angie's back, but like barely even getting a second of airtime. I just need, I want an all, not all diamonds rosé specifically about these women who come in Mm. and you think they're going to be like a friend of for the entire season, Angie, Jen Davis, they're given a couple Mm. confessionals at the beginning of the season. Then they just fall completely off. It's like, what happened here? I think, you know what it might be is in terms of they'll shoot these scenes and then they make the decision like, Oh, we don't want to really use you. And then the editors don't want to like either completely cut the scenes that had mm-hmm. them or like work to overtime to like edit around them. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, like we see you and now we don't. I know. Yeah. I was glad to see her though. Uh, um, Jen Davis coming in saying that she looks like Beyonce. <laughs> Not Jen Not Davis. Not you saying Jen, Jen Davis. <laughs> Jen Shaw. <laughs> Imagine Jen Davis. Imagine Jen Davis appeared at Salt Lake City randomly. Yeah, she was just like, at, she's like, if I can't make it in Dallas, I'm gonna make it in Salt Lake, baby. With her can of O'Doul's. Yeah. No, but uh, Jen Shaw looking like Beyonce, and I was in my it, mind, I was like <laughs> Tiffany Pollard, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it was a pretty good look for Jen Shaw. I mean, I yeah. the thing the thing about Jen Shaw is. Aside from all the legal stuff and obviously like what we discussed about her mother, her in scenes this season, oh, I'm like a breath of fresh. <laughs> it's like it's, and I hate that I'm saying that, but it's like I'm like, huh? 
I I mean, I said this like leading up to the the pivotal episode, like Jen Shaw was on track for like a redemption season. I know. And it's like not to directly compare her to Erica Jane, but it's so interesting because Erica Jane hasn't ever hasn't even been like charged with anything yet. She's been sued. Right, but she's not been criminally charged. Yes, 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 yes. Jen Shaw has, yet the way Erica Jane is acting on the show, I'm like, it turns me off so much. Jen Shaw's like kind of acting like nothing happened. And I'm like, oh, so I like forget <laughs> about all of it because she's not, she's acting like nothing happened. Yeah, I mean, like if, if Jen Shaw came in like with the glam turned down a dial, mm-hmm. I think like that would like serve her even better too. Right. But you know? she's not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. I. I mean, obviously, this is this is the scene where a star was born, and I don't think either of us have been too high on Jenny much of the season. But like the way she rounded up the the gals, saying you need to come sit with me in the back, <laughs> like it, the sacks. We need, more, we need more people doing that. Yeah, the sacks bag. With the shoes. With the shoes. On a mission. A, a two-pronged mission. First, obviously calling out the instances of racism that Mary has um, exhibited in front of her. Mm-hmm. And we touched on this with Meredith's reaction. Like, it was so crazy how pretty much all the women were like, yeah, like that. Like, what? And then Meredith was the only one on Mary's island with her. I don't get it. And I saw Meredith like tweeting during the show. And I think she thinks that there's something coming up that like might redeem her, but like, Oh yeah. Patience. She wants it's, it's, it's bad. But like the, like it's interesting because she like has talking points that, you know, I've seen in other circumstances that makes sense in terms of like, let the person, like let the person representing the identity that feels um, attacked determine whether that is like a, something is wrong here. But like what Mary has done is just so black and white in terms Mm of obviousness of it being wrong that Mm -hmm. I don't think we need like a jury to weigh in and say like, Oh, Mary, you should probably not say this. Yeah, there's also like the bigger problem, I think, especially with the comments about Jenny. There were what, eight women at the table at that lunch that that happened. And it's like yeah. not one person during the moment said. Yeah. Although the way it played out in this episode made it sound like at least some of them did not even hear that. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, yeah, I, a little bit, because there was a lot going on. But, I mean, some of them did hear it. Oh, yeah, of it's course, just, of course. Yeah, and I get, like, there are instances where it's, like, you missed the moment or whatever. Actually, not really. But... Well, well no, because I think, like, su- surprisingly, the way that the show airs, like, they do a good job of, um, like, singling out conversations while other conversations are going on. Mm-hmm. That, like, to you, it feels like that is the only thing happening, but, like, other people are engaged in conversations. 
I see that. Related to that, I was glad when Lisa Barlow brought up the yes. comments that Mary made uh, on the vacation because yeah. we were all wondering about that because they were in one in one conversation. So, yeah, like the fact that like she was able to recall that and like regret that she didn't speak up in the moment. Yeah, I was like, thank you for saying something. Yeah, because I remember at that time we were like Lisa, and then she's like, no, 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 I will address it. Yeah. So, I mean, probably would have been better in the moment, but at least like she is addressing it. But also like Mary, Mary has proved that she doesn't get it. Like even she's like tweeting at people all day long. Oh yeah. I mean like Mary present day, it's just like, it's a shit show, but Mary's like constant defense mechanism is, seems to be like, Oh, like I did not do that. Right. (laughs) She she said something like that's not a, she said, that's not in my vocabulary. Yeah. It's like, okay, what? Roll footage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was funny when like Lisa was like starting to go after Meredith and Meredith starts running away and Lisa's like, I don't even give a shit, like <laughs> run away. Good. And then she, she decides to ch- like chase after um, Mary, which will go down in the pantheon of chase scenes on how I know. I was thinking about that because we did, we have talked about that that in the past but the way that when lisa needs you to hear something she like gets right up in there like Mm. is like holding your hands it's like i need you to listen to me i need to talk about this right now it's always the same and i really enjoy it yeah yeah okay but then jenny's other uh purpose of the sit down was returning the shoes which was pretty iconic it was it just like everything about it and jen taking them I mean, <laughs> I want to be like Jen, take them and sell them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put them on the real, real or whatever. Um, yeah, no, I think Jenny, it took a little bit because there was so much going on this season, but when she saw her window, she yeah. took it. Yeah. It, 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 it made me think of not all diamonds in a rosé where like, the women talk about like taking your moment or like you need a moment. Mm-hmm. Like remember, I don't know who was talking to Wendy when they were like, went on that first trip. Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, Wendy, you need to have a moment. And that's when she said like, you will address me as Dr. Wendy or something. Oh, like right, 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 right. And then like Lisa Vanderbump was always like talking about moments with like the new girls. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Jenny had her moment. Okay. She had her moment. A couple things before we move on from Salt Lake city. What is Seth doing? Oh, God. I mean, it's it's actually great watching both Marxes fall from grace. Yeah, it's wild. And then, I mean, everyone's talking about Meredith's look. And all I could think about was when Sonique in season two of Drag Race did Lady Gaga for Snatch Game and mm. had all those feathers on her. She's like, taste said, her, yeah. And she's like, trust. <laughs> that's what Meredith's saying is like trust patience <laughs> oh god I mean great episode really good episode yeah you know what's what's a sign of a good episode where like I don't even remember what is shown in the preview because I'm like so high off of the episode yeah same and it's just like when I close my eyes I have certain flashes of different things like when I close my eyes I can see Meredith in that blazer <laughs> with the feathers on it do you know what I mean do you have yeah, that sure. um, I'm not sure I'm, <laughs> I'm having flash <laughs> I see Jen Shaw as Beyonce <laughs> yes taking the stage <laughs> okay let's get 
to Orange County. I do want to say like, we have totally fallen off with Vanderpump Rules. I am still watching it, but at this point, it's like, we need the reunion. Because everything that's happening is like counter to the present day that we are living in. I know. The only thing that I'm remotely interested on Vanderpump Rules right now, and I've been watching every week, I am interested in Mm. Katie Maloney and Ariana like (laughs) opening up a sandwich shop. Which seems to be not just chit chat on the show since this something about her Instagram page launched. I know something about her feels like it would be in the end, just like that universe actually. <laughs> yeah. A spinoff. About <laughs> it would be like the Samantha Jones only something about her. <laughs> yes. Series. Yeah. Um, yeah. They said they're not going to serve subs cause they're not a deli. Okay. I mean, the Instagram page thus far seems to be like a mood board at best. Like I'm not I know. seeing, I'm not seeing an actual location. I'm not seeing a sand, no sandwiches to be found. I know. I would love to get some recipes. Like what would you think would be a good sandwich for them to sell? <gasps> they should add Ooh. your famous birthday chicken salad to the. I was the- just thinking that. <laughs> if you are new here, Dan made mm-hmm. for my birthday a curry chicken salad sandwich on like a ciabatta. It was a ciabatta, mm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was out of this world, even better the next day. So I, you should pitch that to them. Okay, I'll I'll get, well, Randall get his sandwich on the menu and then we'll get the come through queen sandwich on the menu. Yeah. What do you think yeah. Lisa's sandwich would be if she's going to be an investor? Mm. Maybe like, um, don't British people love like a cucumber sandwich? Yeah, I think they serve that during tea. Yeah, so exactly. And these the girlies are having tea every other episode on Vanderpump Rules, so perfect. That's true. Yeah. What's what's on it? I think it's like cucumber and cream cheese, maybe? Oh, good. I had a bagel yesterday with um, cucumber and cream cheese and tomato. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay, enough Vanderpump Rules. Who cares? Orange County. We're picking up at the Hooray for Shane celebration. Clap for Shane. Everyone clap for Shane. Which I got to give these gals credit. We are getting a lot of content out of singular events. Yes. And you know what? This party felt classic OC where Mm. we're in like a backyard. That's like not that fancy, you know? Yeah. Very blue collar one. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I just, I, I, I could never stop thinking about Heather Dubrow calling Orange County blue collar. <laughs> oh my God. And just like Heather Dubrow becoming this little mm. villain that mm. like, I'm like obsessed with watching. You know what was so strange? It was almost as if Heather Dubrow storyboarded the episodes in terms of being like, my tone is going to be like this up till the end of the episode. And then I'm going to like turn it off and then like, kind of make up with Shannon, but then make Shannon apologize to Terry. It's wild. It's truly wild. She, I, she, it felt like, it feels like she came in with a plan and her plan worked as far as during the production of the show. But then like yeah. the producer's like, well, guess what, Heather, we've got our own plans. Yeah. And like, yeah. we're going to make y'all look a little weird in comparison to the rest of these people. Terry Debrow. I'm not mad about Terry Debrow. I know you were. 
it's just the look I'm struggling with right now, mm-hmm. especially as someone in his field, I feel like it's not a great advertisement. Right. But that happens, you know? Yeah, that happens. And I just like really don't like his vibe at all. Okay. It's a little, I don't know if this is the right word, but like perhaps smarmy. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're smarmy. Mm, They're like, they're pretentious, snobby people. Okay. Okay. And we have like two different scenes of him, like grabbing and jostling Heather Dubrow. And it's really grossing me out too. But you know what? As somebody who spends a lot of time in Heather Dubrow's world, I do feel like they've got like a really like touchy, loving relationship in a way that you wouldn't expect if you only saw them on OC. And that's <laughs> coming out a little now. They, yeah. they, they fuck. I'm just not vibing with. with <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Heather thought. I think this mm. is what I think Heather thought. Mm. Especially the bathroom scene where they're like doing their nightly routines. I feel like Heather was like, oh my God, we're going to come across as like so relatable, like such a relatable couple. We're doing what everyone does. We're like getting ready to go to bed for the night, yada, yada, yada. And I do think like after she left the bathroom, she became relatable. But like watching these two people get ready in like this palatial bathroom that's Mm -hmm. like bigger than half my house. It's like... It's just like very funny, but it's also like, this is what I want to see. I want to see how the other half lives. Okay. Um, at the party, I am loving Gina's vibe, Gina and Travis. Mm-hmm. They're like the fun people. Travis? I'm attracted. I've, yeah, I've always, I've always said good things about him. Mm-hmm. I think like seeing him outside of that house helps. Mm. Yeah, less claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, Noelle is a Looney Tooney, but like I'm loving it. I am enjoying what Noelle is putting down. It is like the most unwell storyline decision, <laughs> like to go pick a fight over somebody tagging you on Instagram. Like what? Like what? Wait, but the whole setup, like when she's like describing it to Jen and us viewers, it's like okay, first you take this photo of yourself poorly lit thanking <laughs> your patients and tagging me <laughs> what where how did we get here and she's like i'm not even in the photo why are you tagging me and i have a relationship with another med spa so you're hurting my relationship it also just it's like it's perfect because like noella is very and she's a rare housewife who before she got on the show was very social media savvy mm. so the way that she's talking to somebody who's brand new on the show, who's not <laughs> yeah. social media savvy at all, is just so funny and weird. And yeah. like Jen probably took a photo like anyone, any random like civilian would. And was like, oh, I kind of like this photo of me. It's maybe it's not the best lip, but it's like, I'm feeling my look. Can I live? And <laughs> Noella roasting her to hell. It's so unwell, but I, I enjoy. And I gotta say, maybe I would regret this or maybe I wouldn't. It feels like we could have used a dash of Bronwyn here. I think you would regret it, but I yeah. get what you mean. <laughs> it's it's confusing to have two new characters referencing an old castmate and 
to, to talk about drama that they had that was off screen and would have helped to have Bronwyn yeah. a little bit for that. But a little bit of Bronwyn goes too long. <laughs> too <away>. far? <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if like Bronwyn has chimed in because I wouldn't be surprised by that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anywho, Debro inviting Gina to the races in front of Shannon. I would have been pissed like Shannon, I think. Yeah, of course. It's very, like, to me, that is a cardinal sin to invite people in front of other people that you're not inviting. Yeah. It, you either, it's like, oh, we're having so much fun. Let's all hang out at so-and-so time. Yeah. Not like, let's just the four of us hang out. Yeah. I mean, I, like... If I was writing the Ten Commandments, like that would be one of them for me. I think that's just like truly such a a bad thing to do. That would be top ten. I mean, there's nonsense right now in the top ten. Like, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. That that's not even like adultery. It's like you're even like you can't even like think about them. <laughs> it's like are you thinking about are you thinking about your neighbor's wife? Yeah, my neighbor. I'm coveting. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what a top 10 would be for me or even just like one thing. Yeah. Thou shall like be nice. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. I think that's thank you. A, thank that you. Should, thank that you. should be number one. I would say, <laughs> but speaking of the commandments, then like the fight spirals from the Instagram into Dr. Jen being angry that Noella called Tom Ford, her God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's so funny tom ford seems like wow. a nice guy right i don't know uh, anything about him i don't know i i, <laughs> I, I don't want to make a claim i have no idea I, I like literally have no idea i know nothing about him i just know yeah i think he never mind okay. he directed that one movie julianne moore yeah he definitely directed a movie and then like in more recent news he was depicted in the house of gucci movie and everyone I was know. like, why'd they, why'd they pick this actor who looks nothing like Tom Ford? The moment he popped up on screen, I turned to Jamie and I go, that's supposed to be Tom Ford. She didn't mm -hmm. believe me because she, she never really believes me. And then <laughs> it turned out to be true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, besides that, I, it, Shannon's boyfriend's reaction to the DeBro standoff was a little like, all right, relax. Like... <laughs> it's like dude this is housewives this is what they do and like heather's just trying to like bring the energy from her first face off with shannon which i enjoyed the flashback i always love watching that scene when yeah. shannon I mean, is kicked out yeah that's like that's something that they show like very often i would say i know i know they love to uh, show a shannon at her worst in the past moment in a flashback yeah. if you notice and then we have like the boyfriend sharing a confessional, like practically crying, reliving this moment. <laughs> He's in love. He doesn't like jump off the page to me so much. He used to. When he was first introduced, mm. I was like, oh, he's handsome. He doesn't really have eyebrows, but either does Whoopi Goldberg. So like, okay. who cares? Yeah, he could still like, he got to. I think maybe like the problem with me is like, he's by osmosis kind of gotten some of like Shannon's mopey energy. Yeah. Mopey house. Except yeah. for Archie. Archie's always happy. 
trying to get out of that house. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, since we're talking about the Bedours, <gasps> should we talk about that that dinner with like the gals and the eldest's almost fiance? Yeah. And Glenn, the um, grandpa. Yeah. I, I, it was a fun flashback, even though like we don't support Kelly Dodd in this household. Like mm-hmm. Glenn and Kelly Dodd was a moment. Yeah. That was interesting. Just like the difference of energy between the oldest daughter and the twins is something we need to talk about. Okay. What would you say? It feels like they're going down different paths in life. And I don't mean anything bad about either. It's just like the eldest daughter is kind of taking the more conservative, goes to Baylor, which is where is is in Waco, Texas, where Chip and Joanna Gaines hang out. Yeah. It's like a very conservative Christian college. And it feels like she's doing like that thing, which is Mm. interesting. And then we've got the twins who are like the fun girls. Yeah. And like glamming it up for a a duo confessional Confessional. love it they they really are stars they're all stars Mm. age of adeline this is the age of adeline it feels (laughs) like we have come very far from Locke. like i would not picture Locke surviving through all this i know because um the oldest would want to like do her name's sophie right would want to do like christian contemporary where Mm. um stella and adeline would want to do more like uh Olivia Rodrigo, maybe, or maybe mm. even like Billie Eilish vibes. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it's just interesting from like the journey we've been on to Nat for Shannon to have a daughter that's like talking about potentially getting married. <laughs> I know we've been with these kids for a long time. Yeah, I was trying to think back during the divorce with David. Was there a season where we didn't see the kids at all? I'm sure. There's been seasons where we saw them less. But I think during like the divorce, there was like David at one point didn't want them on the show. And I was trying to remember Mm. if that actually came to fruition or not. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, Besides that, Nicole Weiss is wheeling over cheese to Dr. Jen's house. So like, I feel like this hasn't been properly explained. This is like her thing. Oh, I don't, I didn't realize it was a thing. At Noella's house, didn't she make a big cheese board too? Or did ah, Noella okay. make that board? No, Noella made... So Noella was there, but Nicole Weiss wasn't there. It was just Noella and Emily. No, this was like episodes ago. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, then I don't remember. I mean, Nicole could have potentially made the that cheese board as well. Is she, I think part of her storyline was probably going to be a cheese board business. Mm. I mean, that's like big on TikTok, right? Yeah. Well, it, it was, and then it wasn't as much, but the OG girl just kind of came back. She was in my feed recently. Mags meals. Mm. Yeah. Um, Dr. Jen, it's like Dr. Jen is, would be so easily right if she just focused on Noella being crazy. Whereas going down the road of like, Oh, is she actually married? Is so nonsensical. Cause like, how do you dream up divorce papers? Like, exactly. I mean, (laughs) for a doctor, for a doctor, 
not very smart. Yeah. I mean, we've proven in this episode, just because mm. you're a lawyer or a doctor. Yeah. Maybe you're not all there. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, Think about it. Me- Dr. Phil. That- oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Oz. <laughs> mm-hmm. Drew. But, uh- oh, yeah. Okay. But, but Emily, though, is like our voice of reason here. Yeah. I mean, I love when Emily's around. Yeah. She, I mean, she, she and Gina, they really bounce back. Can you believe they've been on for what, like four seasons? Yeah, it's something around there. Yeah, yeah. And we still think, don't you think of them as as new girls still? Like, in a way? Yeah, of course. It's just funny. They're, they're definitely new. They're like, they're like the new girls that like are sticking around. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but as this universe grows and you think about the history of the housewives and like what we've been through... Jill Zarin got four seasons. So the fact that like our newest girls in OC are four seasons in, not our newest girls, but you know what I mean? Like Gina Kirschneider has four seasons now. It's just like, it blows my mind. Like to me, Gina and Emily are like the same class as the Potomac ladies. Yeah, for sure. Like even though the, the, the Potomac ladies have OGs, like they're new girls in a way too. Mm hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I just, like, I hope that my biggest hope for 2022 mm. is for some of the OGs, OGs, to start to recognize the power of the Potomac women. Mm. Like, I need I need Vicky Gunvalson doing a TED Talk talking about the power of Potomac or something. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I, like, want her voice on them, <laughs> but... I am curious to watch, and like this is airing as we're recording, that Project Runway mashup with Karen and Giselle amongst mm-hmm. other non-Potomac women. Yeah. And I know that Giselle spent time with Shannon because their daughters were together. They posted that mm-hmm. photo. Yeah. Oh. And, is, and this is like the New York trip that Shannon's referencing in terms of getting closer to Gina. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Huh. It's all full circle. Okay. I guess the, really the last big thing, unless there's other things you want to talk about is that Emily Noella whisper discussion. It was so painful. It it was like iconic. It was iconic, but like painful. (laughs) I was like laughing. I'm sorry. Am I evil? (laughs) No, no, you're not evil. It, it's just like, I think anyone who, is in that position would like realize that it's kind of funny to be in that position, you know, like even thinking about, um, did you see the recent Kathy Griffin view appearance? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Where she, because she had cancer in her lungs, she like is regaining her voice. And she even referenced, like, it's like really funny that I sound like Mick or Minnie Mouse. Like, I feel like anyone in that position would be like, actually, it's like actually kind of funny that I'm trying to have a full conversation when my voice is in this space. But Emily pointed out how the voice like changed rose a little bit. Yeah. Like during different parts of different conversations and different moments within the house, but Emily's setting it up. Like, is there, is there a recording device in a plant? And then like the, the like goofy editor footage of that was like, Mm -hmm. was what, what set it up for me as like a funny moment. Mm -hmm. Gave me permission to laugh. 
if you ever get divorced, will you send flowers with the divorce papers? Oh my God. I'm never getting divorced. Stop. <laughs> Root for us. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. I'm your biggest okay. fan. Okay. Uh, can we get to my favorite show, Miami? <laughs> yes, we can. I mean, this is like, there are parts of OC and Salt Lake City where I'm like dozing off a little bit. And like, they're both very good shows, but like it can't, every scene can't be a winner. Mm -hmm. In Miami, I did not look away from the television for one split second of this episode. It's really good. And even like the players, and I think I said this last week, players who I didn't think were going to be exciting to me. I'm like, whoa, we're going here? Yeah. Like Julia, for example, everything going on with her, I'm like, wow, <laughs> this woman is wacky. Yeah, she's really wacky. And it's like a freaking fracky, wacky doodle with her and Adriana. I know. And not even just freaking fracky. They're, I mean, like, there might be love there. I mean, and then, like, not even not even to look to the preview for next week where Lisa wants a piece. Uh. Yeah. I mean, Lisa's waking up a little bit there. Um no, it was fun watching being on the farm, and then it's fun being in the car shop with Adriana's one of Adriana's two boyfriends and mm -hmm. Julia, the hotter one, the hotter one. Yeah, definitely the hotter one. And I, I this was like the first good Larsa scene in my book was her giving Kiki and Adriana OnlyFans lessons. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I mean, Larsa dragging Adriana's social media presence, which is something I had taken taken note of before when like I was reconnecting with the women before the show started off. Mm -hmm. It's like Adriana's Instagram feed is very like what the feeds looked like in 2011. Like which was her at her prime. The, the picture quality is really low. It's like Filters that I didn't even think existed anymore. She's serving Dr. Jen. <laughs> She's serving well, not well lit. <laughs> Dagging the wrong people. Um. Yeah. Who have you followed back from the Miami crowd? Or you don't follow anyone? Mm, no. Like I. I think it'll it'll take like the reunion for me to follow. Okay. I followed Alexia, obviously, oh, and then okay. I did follow Mary Saul because there's something about mm. Mary Saul that like <laughs> really brings me joy this time around. I mean, we talk about it every episode. She's got so much energy and like even her sitting around with her husband waiting for Alexia, like had so much energy. I know. And just like her dragging Alexia for, for being late, but also like comparing herself to Todd and like how Alexia mm. wanted to marry someone like her. Yeah. It's just, I feel like, my advice to any of these women, if you ever get fired off of one of these shows, hmm. study the way that Mary Saul did. Maybe get in contact with Mary Saul and be like, what did you do between the time that Miami was canceled and re-picked back up that like gave you like this new like shot at life? Okay, here is a th you just inspired a theory within me. Okay. Now now we know Mary Saul and Lou are friends. Yes. And I think Lou famously had her best season when she was friend of. Yeah, true. So I, I wonder if Marisol's taking a page out of Lou's book. Maybe she can get the bump up. 
Yeah. I will say the Miami wise run watch happens live this mm. past week. The episode was really good in my opinion, but yeah. I did miss both Mary Saul and oh, Adriana. Of course. I was like, where, where's the rest of them? Yeah. I, like it's almost re- like, why are we talking about them? And they're not even here. Like they, they should be here just as much they as they should be else. here. Yeah. And especially since they were both OGs and like, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I liked, we got a lot more with Dr. Nicole this week. We had her mm-hmm. and the mom talking about her growing up. We had her mm-hmm. and the boyfriend, uh, father of her child, which like, I like that them as a couple, I like as like observers of what's going on, like talking about the art party and like mm-hmm. the relationships and everything. Cause like, they seem like two normal people discussing like the, all the freaks. You know what they kind of remind me of both in look and vibe. What? If Gina and Travis had money. Mm, oh my God. Yeah. I see that. Wow. Like they both like, she kind of looks like Gina in a way where they have similar haircuts. Yeah. These days, both blonde. He looks like Travis in a way with a beard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think you really, I think you're really getting to something there. Like, to have people be observers and be able to like narrate past events and like mm. almost like come from where the audience is thinking. Cause I think I was feeling the same during that art party. I, I don't know enough. I don't know anything about art. I famously <laughs> yeah. like got my only D in college in a uh, class called what is art. Mm. And I still don't know. I haven't, I have no idea. Oh my God. In high school, one of my like toughest classes, which I never expected was art history. Cause it was like memorizing pictures mm-hmm. and artist names. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not a visual learner like that. I'm more of a, like, let's read. Right. And think than like matching pictures to names and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My point though, about like being bad at art, which both of us are is like, I don't know anything about art, but I could tell that like Adriana's like gallery thing, like, wasn't that great? Yeah. Well, I think that's probably more of a party throwing skill and Mm -hmm. probably like a Charlotte York art gallery, um, you know, put her together. (laughs) Together. <laughs> I think Roll they call that <laughs> curator. Curator. <laughs> put no. her together. No, put her together is a better word, actually. My favorite episode of Sex in the City is actually, or one of my favorites is actually Charlotte centric when she does the art from that lesbian artist and all yes, the lesbians yes. love her and she wants to be part of the lesbian friend group. But yeah. then they draw a line when they're going away on a trip and they're like, oh, you're not a lesbian. You're not invited. Yeah, yeah, that was iconic. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lisa and Larsa getting together didn't really do it for me that much. Me neither. I think we're still at a Lisa needs to wake up moment, and I mm-hmm. think we're getting there. And also, I liked her on Watch Rappin's Live because famously, my first Watch Rappin's Live, mm. she was a guest, and I was in the yeah. audience. Yeah, and you Brandy was the other. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> not Brandy Red- Redman or Brandy Glanville, but Brandy the singer. Yeah, Brandy one one name Brandy. One name. <laughs> okay. Um what else this episode? Okay. 
Would you, is there anything else besides Alexia? I mean, there's like stuff with Ger, like Gertie and the, Gertie's husband is not ready for the prime time, but like I just, but Gertie could carry a scene by herself, just talking to herself. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying Gertie. Her husband's not ready, but he also like to me has he has a vibe of someone who I he you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of the pirate from Roni, but once he appeared on Watch What Happens Live where he has shaved his face. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. He looks like that. Um but I am so interested to hear next week about what Gertie has to say about Alexia's wedding. <laughs> Oh my God. From the trailer. That makes her cry. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 Um, the last scene, we have to talk about it. Wow. The things that Alexia is bringing to this show, just by displaying her life, that scene was so wild. And it was wild in a way where it was like, at points, I couldn't figure out who was the villain. Mm. And I think that's important because I don't think, I think at points, everyone was yeah. a villain. Not everyone, but of the three people who were actually talking, not Frankie. Yeah. Everyone was the villain and no one's a villain because it's family. And when mm. you're talking to family, like you just got to figure it out. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. I mean, on the Frankie aspect of it, like I loved him like comforting his mom. That was really sweet. But then at like some point I'm like, okay, can we like stop talking about him? Like he's not here and either. Cause they weren't, they weren't showing him at points. Like for lengths of time, they yeah. weren't actually showing him physically being in the room and it was uncomfortable to me. I agree with you. Yeah. So I would have like liked the conversation to only get as crazy as it did. If he had not been in the room. Mm hmm. Um, the, like when it was just Todd and the other son sitting there and Alex, first it was just Alexia in the distance, yeah. like yeah. hiding and eavesdropping. And then Frankie walked up behind her. Like who are the cinematographers here? Can mm. we like give them awards? That was Emmy worthy cin cinematography for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just everything about it. And it's like, it's a shitty, shitty situation. And there's obviously high emotions and it's just like, uh, it's crazy, but it's also yeah. like, I left that scene being like, they resolved what, it, whatever it is for right now. And that's nice that yeah. a family can talk it out, but also like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Todd's message I was getting behind, but his delivery for certain parts, like really jumped out the window. <laughs> Same. No. And I think like he... I think the turning point in the conversation was him like acknowledging that. And he was like, I realized that like my delivery right here is like really wild or whatever. He said yeah. that right at some yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. He acknowledged. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think, I think it's going to work out. And I was actually like surprised Peter sat there and engaged. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because you would expect him to, like, be too hot-headed and, like, storm out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I think, like, okay, so some news came out about him today Oof, with, like, yeah. domestic violence allegations. That's really bad. Yeah. But I think, like, he loves his mother, so that's why mm -hmm. he sat 
and engaged yeah. in that conversation. Yeah. Cause he actually sure. does love his mother. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that was like a scene if I've ever seen one. We, I don't think we've seen a scene quite like it on housewives, which is why it was so engaging. And it's why like we keep on saying like Alexia continues with warts and all bring us everything. Yeah. And I cannot believe there's so much there. To me, it was like probably most Jerseyan. Yeah, of course. Cause fam, family, fam, family. Yeah. Family. Wow. <laughs> okay. Loving Miami. And let's get to the freak of the week and the one true queen. Okay. Wow. So we touched on this in the beginning of the episode, uh, Steve Lodge becoming engaged as we know. And, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> people were weighing in on it, you know, like Andy was like, Oh man, you know, it's time for Vicky to find like a good man. And then she chimed in and everyone was kind of like showing their support for Vicky, blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. And we get an unexpected quote retweet from one Peter Madrigal of Vanderpump Rules, which we have not mm-hmm. seen in a minute. Right. He's not right. Been on he hasn't been on. Before. No. Yeah. So he quote, t- quote tweets Vicky's tweet, which was, thanks, Andy. I'm starting to lose hope that there are any good single loyal guys around anymore. What What is wrong with people? And then Peter says, V, get a better picker. That last guy was a cheater. And the guy before was a lying liar. <laughs> and before that was Don, dot, dot, dot. You need spark in your love tank. I'm single, BTW. Hello, come to Sir Restaurant with your girls and let me host your return to being single and sassy. Woohoo! I know we're calling this the freak, but I also like love it. <laughs> I mean, I love it, but it is freakish behavior. <laughs> it is, I mean, it is, but it's like he's always had, he's another one who has like an odd social media presence and like an odd cameo presence. Yeah, yeah. But he's always at Sir. I mean, he seems to be like generally a good person, right? From what we know about him? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And then our one true queen to piggyback on our fawning over Miami is that we heard the word on the street is that a Miami reunion is being filmed on January 20th. Good. This is from that uh, Club Bravo Instagram account. So hopefully they're onto something. Uh, and we need that. the Miami Housewives to start quarantining now. So like we don't Ugh. have to deal with TV screens. Please put them in like a hyperbolic chamber or something until they're this. the last ones to do it. I mean, like Lisa was hosting super spreaders like all through early pandemic, wasn't she? But at this point, they all have the antibodies, I'm sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh my God, please. We need a Miami reunion. Okay. Wow. What a week. That's come through Queen Baby. 300 episodes. And actually, now is the perfect time for us to point out, I don't think we've even mentioned this in the podcast, that Spotify added ranking to their podcast. Oh, ratings. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Rank us number one out of all podcasts. (laughs) No, instead give us five stars on the Spotify app. It's only on the app, not on the desktop um, application. So I don't think I've done that yet. I need to do that. Oh my God. Give give yourself a pat (laughs) on the back. 
Um, and of course, if you haven't left a iTunes, Apple podcast review, you should do that all in the same breath to celebrate thir- 300 episodes with us. Wow. Only if it's nice, though. We are sensitive people. I'm a cancer. Well, well yeah, I mean, Brendan's the sensitive one. You could be mean about me, I guess. Um, <laughs> and yeah, comfyqueen.com for links to everything, including... Uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and our Patreon where the fun is always continuing over there. And like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, Queen. 